Hey, watch your mother father mouth. Don't you tell me what to do, you little piece of shoe. Hey, kiss my aunt, you mother father. Sorry, what? The bulk of you uh, can grab one on my book, you mother father Chinese dentist. You! Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? I saw the day after tomorrow was trending on Twitter just now, um, and I clicked on it, and uh, LA had a tornado today. Oh, shit. Or I should say a possible tornado, as the description in all the videos I saw, and I, I don't know if it's just because they don't get tornadoes very often, but... Uh, it's if a fucking you watch, tornado. I mean, if, if you, you watch, watch a tour, if you watch a video of a cloud that's coming down and touching the ground and picking up cars and throwing them through the air, that's not a possible tornado. That's a confirmed tornado. <laughs> so right. I don't know what the fuck people were like. Do, do, do they not? Do, have you seen Twister? Do you know what it looks like when a th- cow's flying through the air? Yeah, yeah I don't know. I thought it was very odd to, to see, you know, possible tornado alongside of the video verification of the actual Tornado. That's a uh, that's an underrated movie, you know. As far as like the big stupid like uh, CGI blockbusters of the two thousands go, it was one of the only ones that actually had like a good like you know e- ecological mess. Like it wasn't just it was it was only one of those movies that wasn't clearly made by like a frustrated right wing you know hack Hollywood writer. It it felt like you know yeah it actually yeah. was trying to say something. And it's crazy how like it, obviously you know, exaggerated in sci-fi, the sciences in that movie. But then again, like he's st- like, obviously it wouldn't be like an overnight cold snap that would, you know, bring a, 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 a like a new ice age upon us. But you see the, just the, the sort of uh, accelerating pace with which our climate is completely and ir- irrevocably changing. You're like, well, you know, I mean, maybe it's not, you know, maybe it's not as far off as we thought it was. Like, it's not going to happen like that. Oh, no. but it's not. I mean, that, that movie came out. That movie came out just before fucking Hurricane Sandy, which flooded all of New York City. Right. <laughs> so well, I think the movie was... actually came out right before Katrina, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It came out in like 04. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's not completely, un, you know. So, yeah, I, I, it's actually a pretty good flick uh, when you when you go back and watch it. So they play it on TV all the time. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. It's always on TV. Um, right, right, at, right after The Departed, they uh, they roll that one. Right, yeah. Right after the, just the worst <laughs> possible movie to play on cable. Just no fucking. Uh, I love that movie, but just get, to watch that movie censored is just like, what? What? why even? What's the point, guys? Like, what are we doing here? Like, just. Play this on HBO or don't play it anywhere. Like this, seriously. Well, you know that Mr. Show sketch, Pally's? No, no, never saw. Oh uh, yeah, so it's it's a it's a send up of uh, Goodfellas, but it's like the the you know Sunday morning edited <laughs> version of it. So right. it's like, screw you, mother father. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy like flips somebody off, and it's they like you know it's it's 
they don't blur it out. It's like instead of him flipping somebody off, it's like the, the superimposed like a thumbs up. <laughs> that's a, and that's another fucking movie that they've played that on TNT all the time. And I'm like, what? What? Why? Like what? It the, the fucking the way that Scorsese uses the word fuck is like you know it's musical almost it's the way that like, people it's, actually it's, use it's, the word fuck right it's it, but it's just like it i don't know it just to me it takes you so out of the movie and it's tnt so it's cable so there's no fucking fines no, they'd have to pay own, for any of it their it's own just, fucking you yeah. know morality or whatever fucking so bullshit stupid. but it's so stupid um but, but then but that's why like a movie like shawshank is like the most successful fucking cable movie of all time oh, because God. it really didn't have to do much of that you know it, it still has like a you know uh, adult-ish feel to it without having to do a bunch of sense like it's a fairly language-wise a tame movie so that i think that was one of the reasons it's like just constantly fucking on tbs or tnt like you right. you know fucking 90 percent right. ch- chance of it's, it's on it's just, right now yeah, it's, it's just advertising that's all right. it is is advertising <laughs> they want to make sure it's advertisement friendly you know and they want to make sure that you know when you go home right. for the holidays it's going to be playing on thanksgiving so you put it on in the background and fucking grandma won't lose her shit if she hears right. a bad word right it's fucking dumb um well you know speaking of just uh tv shows real quick up top we were you're talking to me off air you mentioned that you watched the new um is it Netflix? The Netflix Waco documentary? Yeah, and I, I already kind of had a bad feeling because of the, the subtitle. Waco, American Apocalypse. Right. And I'm like, this is, I mean, that, that whole trend of just putting the word America or American in the subtitle of fucking every movie. Like, we already did that. We did that 25, 20 years ago. And, like, it already, like, it didn't sit well with me at the time. Like, I think only one movie out of the whole like American pie, America, you know, like uh, American hustle, whatever the, f- like <laughs> American psycho was the only one that you just kind of like, yeah, that is definitely the right name for this movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But yeah, I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know. And it definitely it's so it's, it's 90% interviews with fucking homicidal cops and, you know, talking about how much they, you know, wish they could have just shot Koresh in the head and ended it, you know, without any, fucking you know reason to right uh no desire to negotiate and then it's about five percent talking to the negotiators that were like uh yeah everything we did was undermined by the fucking tactical unit and then the other five percent is like the most lunatic people they could find who still believe in the cult right for the the, right that that and then like a little bit of thibodeau like the like the one guy who you know (laughs) the guy who wrote all the books about it that that like we actually the the actual good accounts came from but every every time he like gives an account of how the 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 tech units would go in there and just start shooting people you know as they're running away they would follow that up with somebody from the tactical unit saying well thibodeau is a proven liar so they would just undermine everything. So yeah, the whole thing just was like total propaganda, right. and it felt like the you know the FX series. Is, is that where the original? I think it was actually a Paramount. Uh, was series. it Paramount? Yeah, yeah. Par- like the but it, when it landed on Netflix, Paramount. it was a big fucking deal. And we reviewed right. it because it was you know it was very sympathetic to you know the the um, Branch Davidians. The Michael Michael Shannon who played the the lead negotiator. Oh yeah, who, him too. Yeah, and the, yeah. He was he was you know effective, so they fired him. Um, so they interview that actual guy a bunch in this, but they still you know make him look like he was, you know, 
giving away the farm to <laughs> to not have people fucking murdered for no reason, you know, right. to try to right. end this thing without blood. Did they they interview the fucking the lead guy, the lead tack guy who the the guy the flat top guy from the uh, series uh, who Che Wiggum plays? Yeah, they interviewed him a bunch, and he he's just a total fascist. Yeah, you know, he, just, I mean, just... it's it came across in the series, but I, yeah. I imagine that's not far from reality. Yeah. Well, you remember after we reviewed it, I, I I showed you the photos. Like after the whole thing burned down, they were posing with their guns, doing trophy photos. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Yeah. Total. So that's that's psychos. what that's what the mindset was. Was let's pose with our guns in front of the you know burnt remains of dead children. Right. That that we murdered for no fucking reason. That yeah. you know we and this could. and this show this show says oh we have a bunch of footage it's never been seen and almost all the footage is infrared footage of the cops getting their asses kicked at the beginning <laughs> laying there bleeding um, and, and not being able to run away who then also like failed to set up a perimeter so like they had no clue who was who and they start harassing journalists you know like checking journalists for guns you know like in case the Branch Davidians got you know. A, a plan to go out and pretend to be depressed in order to escape. Right. Um, and the, and the, but the one thing they don't show is the shot of the tank shooting fire into the fucking compound. Oh, weird. Like, you the, know, that the, the shot primary fucking, uh, you know, driver of, of the, of the end game of that entire fucking tragedy. when they just started fucking lighting the building on fire. Yes, exactly. The, the shot where the, the tank with the fucking hose on it, crashes through the fucking you know through the wall and then it backs out and you can see it's a fucking flamethrower that's shooting fire into the building as it's backing away they don't show that shot in this documentary and if you don't show that shot in this documentary it's a fucking lie yeah because we've all seen that shot and we know who started that fire yeah and and that doesn't excuse that doesn't excuse anything fucking david koresh did no and whatsoever And that was kind of the point I wanted to make is, and that's, I think we, we get, definitely check out our our review of the Waco series because I thought that was, it was really fucking well made and really interesting and nuanced approach to sort of every side of this. But we talk about it in depth in that series. But I mean, again, it was not that like, you know, that David Kretsch was like an innocent, nice guy or whatever. And like, I don't particularly care for religion. I don't particularly care for cults. I don't particularly care for guns, but at the end of the day, the the, F, the ATF was just going above and beyond to number one harass this this group of people who seem like they're actually living a fairly peaceful existence. Nobody was being held there against their will. Like they all just fucking hung out and like listened to this kind of crazy guy talk about you know how he might be Jesus. And um, they were you know <laughs> he didn't, he didn't have weapons. a whole lot of might to it. He was you know I mean like. Like so many right wingers, he uh, was a failed rock star, and there came his angst. Right, um, and but and then but then again, like the, these guys showed up, and the, you know it was immediately they were just doing everything they could to provoke uh, a violent response because they wanted to go in their guns blazing and just start fucking shooting oh, yeah. people, which is what yeah, they yeah. ultimately ended up baiting well, them into doing after you know laying siege to their compound. And that's what everyone in Texas said was like, uh, do you do you know of anybody that doesn't have these kinds of guns? <laughs> do you, right. Like, everyone like, everyone I know has converted semi-autos to full autos. It's Texas. Like, right. come on. Uh, and, and it, you know, as Koresh said, like, we didn't go attack a police station. These people came and attacked us. Right. At their home or what, you know. So it's, it's yeah, again, I, I had sympathy for like the, well, obviously for the fucking children that were murdered by the ATF in that situation. But, you know, even, even the adults who kind of say there, it's like, well, I mean, look, I, I don't fucking agree with their lifestyle, but like they weren't fucking hurting anybody. Like just 
leave him alone. Like, what well, the fuck is the well? Crash was hurting people. I would argue. He, well, that, he um, might have been right, but the but the mo- the majority of the people who were just well, like living there. I mean, he definitely was, and the problem is that people were going along with it. People saying, you know, that you know, it's okay if you're having sex with a twelve year old girl because she's sexually mature. Oh yeah, no, that's that's but that's the fucking, abhorrence. <laughs> but and that's, that's again, that that's just that right wing, you know, religious people in in right. fucking Texas and Utah do that all the time, and there there's there's you know legal child marriages in the South, right. you know. That's a so the ATF other fucking thing. Uh, but they weren't there because of the child endangerment. No, no, they were no. there purely for the firearms, right? right. And, and even if you made that argument that oh we well you know we gotta we gotta save the babies, protect the children by burning them to death, like what the fuck? Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> who, who are real you? effective, real effective strategy for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, so very disappointed that. But there's another, there's a follow up series, a follow up docudrama series, uh, also starring Michael Shannon, that's going to be kind of like the aftermath of Waco that's coming out. Apparently, I just saw a trailer for it. Yeah, so it's it's really interesting. You, you don't see this too often because it you know it was a miniseries. It wasn't like a ongoing series, and it came out in 2018, so a significant amount of time ago. But I think it just had such a great second life on Netflix, and so many people watched it, and it was at number one for so long that I guess Showtime bought the rights to it, and they're making uh, a sequel series basically to it, where yeah. it's just going to be like. The, the aftermath where, uh, I guess, yeah, I, I don't know who, but like some of the Branch Davidians were on trial after. So it's just going to be a lot of the legal proceedings following that uh, series. So yeah, uh, well, that's also, that, also that be interesting, I think. Galvanizing sure. right-wing gun nuts to be anti-government. You know? Right. Oh, While yeah, still loving the, the cops and the military, but being anti-government. Right. That's, you know, th- right. that'll never square that. But yeah, but again, yeah, it was, it was just... Um, one of the most galvanizing single events in history for people who had this sort of anti-government bend to, to start with. And, you know, this is pretty, you know, uh, strong proof that, that, you know, for those people. So it, it's just a very interesting yeah. well, this is also in American history. Very shortly after Ruby Ridge, too. Like that was, was that was, right. That was also a huge galvanizing thing. And then, of course, you know, shortly after this, you had fucking Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. City. Right. Um, Timothy McVeigh actually went to Waco because he was just like, hey, this is, you know, this is my movement. Right. <laughs> so. Right. And he cited that and Ruby Ridge, along, you know, for for. You know, in, being directly responsible for what he did and you know it's it's yeah it's just a cascading effect but um yeah so that that actually looks really interesting i'm I'm glad to see michael shannon back reprising that role because he was the best part of that series i think did you see that movie i can't remember the name of it he he did a movie it was a very kind of like nuanced character piece where he's having these visions of like the end times right like biblical end times And everyone thinks he's crazy, but then it turns out like the like the very last shot of the film, like you see a tiny glimpse of like the biblical end times coming, and you're just like, and then it just ends, and you're just like, that was fucking awesome. Um, I don't remember the name of it. You, you have to look it up. If uh, hmm. I feel like it came out like uh, 2016, maybe I don't know. He's also great as the villain in um, uh, the fucking bike messenger movie. Take shelter. Uh, is the movie Take Shelter, about. yeah. Premium Rush is the bike messenger movie starring, starring uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. One of the funniest, most accurate to bike messenger movies you could ever hope for. Yeah. Well, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so, you know, while we're on the subject of the 90s, I actually, uh, on TV the other day, was a was a 90s comedy I had never uh, really seen before. Or maybe I have, like, years ago, but I don't remember any of the plot details outside of the, the central premise of it. 
Um, but it was fucking great. It was, it was, it's insanely stupid, but it was just a real fun nineties movie. And it actually stars, uh, two of this year's, uh, actor, uh, Oscar winners, the, the best actor, and the best supporting actor, um, in Brendan Fraser and, uh, K Hoy, uh, Kwan and, um, uh, Encino man. Did you ever see Encino man? Oh yeah. Who didn't see Encino man? I, I didn't see Encino man. I was fucking, wait, you know, it was, I mean, that was like Paulie Shore. I, was, like I that... think I was like five when that movie <laughs> came out. Yeah. No, I, I was slightly young to see the, the Pauly Shore, uh, the, the 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 little period where he had his moment from like was it like ninety three to ninety five I was like right not quite old enough to like see movies on my own so it definitely wasn't on my radar I've seen like Biodome obviously and Biodome uh, fucking, fucking classic Biodome movie <laughs> love that stupid remember when movie. they made actual Biodomes like it was this like oh we're gonna colonize space but first let's do it in a fucking little <laughs> bubble right here on the ground like, and I'm like can't do this. what what the 90s were so stupid yeah no the <laughs> 90s what a what a fucking weird time capsule of pop culture the 90s were uh but no it's you fucking great it was so, so isn't stupid one of the is it one of like the plot points of biodome is like the like he everyone's so all the scientists are so like fucking stuffy and like you uh-huh. know not not well suited for each other that he like releases some fucking kind of like pheromone gas throughout the air ducts and everyone starts like fucking each other yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, that was and then they get exiled I, to like the fucking I'm, I'm glad i didn't make that all up because that just popped into my head and i'm like if i made all that up in my head that would be fucked you're like man i gotta get time machine go back to the 90s make some more hacky fucking comments you know comedy premises but what's crazy is um, someone did come up with that off the top right, of their no, head of and made a movie about it right and then they get like exiled to like the the bad part of the biotome by the scientists so fucking stupid that movie <laughs> Oh, yeah, the, the ghetto part of the bio <laughs> right yeah. no, there's like the undeveloped part so um yeah no but yeah encino man's great brendan fraser fucking awesome um i'm glad that dude's got like you know has a second life now as a well we'll see i mean we'll see what happens after this but you know maybe a second life as like a, pre- a pre- like prestige drama uh actor uh you said no said move right or no said no. moves no, oh, we talked about that earlier. I think I asked you about it, but yeah, no, you got you got to watch that. Steven Soderbergh doesn't miss. He's never made a bad movie. He's in that movie. Steven Soderbergh, the director. Oh no, that's one. But Brendan Fraser's in that movie. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know why you're bringing it up. Otherwise, okay. So yeah, so I guess that was maybe his. Oh, yeah, 2021. Okay, so that was maybe his uh, his first foray. But yeah, I mean, he's you know a guy that I think I'm sure we've talked about on the show before. But he said you know pretty publicly that he uh, was blackballed from Hollywood for years because he turned down a, a male producer's like advances and you know to, to, like sexually assaulted him and he basically like kind of lost his career after that even though he had like a insane run as like a you know leading you know uh, guy for you know a good chunk of time in the late 90s yeah, yeah. They'll, they're gonna make another mummy movie watch just watch. Yeah, if he can, if he can kind of get himself back into shit, I don't he's know. Been get, he's been getting there, but even still, like people, it's like, all right, close enough. We we got him down to like, you know, Hopper from uh, right, right, just from, d- d- dad bod versus like, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah they'll no. get him. They'll get him to that level and be like, call it good. <laughs> throw throw away. Yeah, no, but it, it was. It's no, I would love that. I would absolutely see another mummy movie. If I, the first two mummy movies are great, uh, great fun, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm glad he's he's getting a second life. He's tremendous in Airheads. That's my favorite Brendan Fraser movie. That movie is so fucking. I, I, it's such a '90s goofy <laughs> movie. I love that movie though. 
It's also about media consolidation too. So it has that. Right, well, it, right. That was a, that was that weird period, like post eighties, like all the fucking like Reaganite, you know, like consumerist eighties comedies, like even like unfortunately Back to the Future. As much as I love it, falls falls into that category. A lot of the nineties yeah. movies had a lot more of that that sort of leftist grunge, you know, Nirvana esque influence on them, where they where it was very anti corporate and anti you know anti consolidate all the stuff that was happening in real time that bill clinton was doing you know like the but it also it also that movie has one of the funniest lines i've ever heard in any comedy you're calling yourself the lone rangers there's three of you <laughs> you're not exactly alone shouldn't you be the three ranger like it's fucking great and they all look at each other like they never thought of it <laughs> no they still don't understand they're like well, I, don't, I don't understand what the problem is. gold oh man that's so good yeah what was, the, anyway. what was the other there was so there was that and then there was the um the one about the record store going out of business uh empire records yes yeah that yeah. One, another another one more of an ensemble cast but it was like every fucking hot 23 year old actor right. that could jam into you know cram into that fucking movie they did um so doesn't hold the candle to uh to the john cusack uh, no one, high fidelity is the best yeah. record record store movie of all time but that's also a great movie yeah, I, I just fuck that. Those are the movies I miss, like movies that that just cost them like eight million dollars to make. They make like thirty or forty, like just not. They just don't make those movies anymore because it's just not no. profitable in Hollywood anymore. Because the movies, movies that don't. feel like you're watching the first draft of a script, but it still works somehow because somebody actually cared about the thing instead of it right. Having, and it's it's somebody's know. actual passion piece, and it wasn't written by a fucking chat bot to you know. It wasn't written by an AI <laughs> to by a committee of board members. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's just that's the shit I really miss. But yeah. Anyway, uh, let's get into the news of the week because uh, sure. we have a couple things to talk about. Not not what I would have liked to talk about today. I thought we were going to have better news on this front, but uh, or funnier news, at least uh, on this front. But, you know, the, the big scu- scuttlebutt this week is that uh, Trump may be arrested. <laughs> he, According to Donald Trump, uh, he may be arrested. He tweeted about um, tweeted about it or truth po- whatever the fuck you calls when you when you post on uh truth social uh but he posted about it on uh, the fact that the um that the new york uh, uh da or the ninth circuit whoever the fuck is prosecuting him this month is uh is planning to arrest him and indict him um and that he actually and then there the, some of the news you know kind of rumors came out that he was actually going to be arrested and like you know processed and the whole deal just to prove a point that you know he's not above the law um so you know that would have been really funny in the moment and i would have very much enjoyed the the day of that happening on twitter um it it, it does seem like very much an al capone getting caught for tax evasion type you know level thing where this is not like what i would have probably sought you know prosecution on it was basically just not even that he um, made illegal payments, but that he may have used campaign funds to pay off Stormy Daniels. Like that's the for her for you know for her silence. I I, th- I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that's the gist of what they're trying Something, to prosecute. Something. Yeah, I don't for. even know. They call it hush money, but like, isn't making someone sign an NDA and then giving them money to sign the NDA? Isn't that all? hush money like this so he i'm sure they got him on a technicality right? it, it, they think he may have like yeah or, or even if it wasn't that he used campaign he like didn't report 
it as a personal expense. It was some fucking, you know, some accounting shit. So again, like, I don't, you know, <laughs> do I think he deserves to be in prison? Yes. Along with probably every other living president, you know, Jimmy Carter can get a pass cause he's not in great health, but, but, every, but every other living president probably also deserves to be in prison. But you know, of all the things to do it for, I really think that like, you know, number one, obviously none of this would stick to him. And number two, you're going to basically ensure that he gets reelected um, in 2024. If you actually arrest him over this, because it, most people are going to view this as a complete bullshit, you know, political prosecution, which I like, honestly kind of is like, you know, again, I, yeah. don't, it, yeah. it, it, it's like, I mean, it, it's you, hard to say. You it's not that, um, you shared that clip of uh, Jane Gunger and Anna Kasparian from TYT, and I almost had forgotten they existed. <laughs> right. Um, well, I saw a clip yeah, of they, them popping up at the time. I was like, oh, my God, this is their Super Bowl. He's about to be arrested. Yeah, this is their Super Bowl. This is their fucking prom right, right. now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they, they even they admitted, like, yeah, this is completely political, and it's going to help him. It's not going to – it's not the fucking touchdown that Democrats th- – you know, Democratic strategists think it is – because he's not going to, you know, whatever happens, he's not going to go to jail. No, of course not. You know, it's going to be, you know, and it even some of the reporting that I read, too, was like, you know, this is this is basically dependent on a guy who has already perjured himself's testimony. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you can't corroborate what this what this guy says he did, the guy who actually paid off, I can't remember if the guy finds fucking Michael name. Cohen. Yeah, Michael Cohen. There we go. Um, if you can't corroborate it without his testimony, you don't have a case. Right. right. So if you're bringing an indictment and you can't win the case, or even if you can win and is, is, you know, supporters don't see it as a legitimate case, you're just helping him. And he's excited about it because he knows he's smart enough to know there is no negative publicity when you're running as an antihero. Right. Which he's always been his motif. Right. So this is just a little little bit of reading here. Just just to show you how Trump is, you know, always in control of his own narrative. Right. Headline Trump at Mar-a-Lago, magical thinking and a perp walk fixation. <laughs> so so if he likes it, he's fixated on it. He's right. just like, I'm getting ready for my moment. So this was uh, let's see, published today at six. Uh, 6.37 a.m. Behind closed doors at Mar-a-Lago, the former president has told friends and associates that he welcomes the idea of being paraded by authorities before a throng of reporters and news cameras. Of course he does. He even has mused openly about whether he should smile for the assembled media and has pondered how the public would react and is said to have uh, described the potential spectacle as a fun experience. So, of course, already Democrats are just like, no, like, you know, you saw the fucking AI pictures they're coming up with where it's like Uh he's like running, you know, for his life and he's angry and he's just like his fists are balled (laughs) up in jail. Like he doesn't he doesn't ever act like that. Like, what is the person that they're they're parroting? You know, it's like the Alec Baldwin version of of Trump has, you know, bears almost nothing like the actual personality. Worst impersonation you've ever seen. Yeah. Just no feel for the character whatsoever. Exactly. Exactly. So it continues to just a little bit. No one is quite sure whether his remarks are bravado or genuine resignation about what lies ahead. Again, like. What resignation? When has he ever had resignation about anything? Other Other than just like if something doesn't work out, he's just like, yeah, I don't care anymore. Right. (laughs) Which is hardly resignation. It's more like indifference. If he is truly looking forward to it, he might be disappointed. I guarantee he won't be. (laughs) 
<laughs> because again, it's like he, the guy understands how you manipulate media. He understands media and the way media works, you know, even simple things like, you know, you don't appear on a show, you call in. That makes you sound more important. Like you're too busy to show up to a studio. So you phone in your interview, right? And it just makes you, you know, he understands all those little things that people in media um, all understand too, but pretend don't exist. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, I mean, again, we'll see what, <clears throat> excuse me, we'll see what happens with that. Um, but, I, you know, <laughs> I'm not expecting uh, anything of significance to happen with that. It will be fucking funny for a day and then, you know, <laughs> probably will lead to him getting reelection, reelected, which will be less funny. Uh, but well, yeah. I'm gonna laugh. I'm gonna laugh. If he does. I mean, I, it's, the, the, yeah, the the reactions from the meltdowns from people who just could not see this coming, you know, uh, for the fiftieth time will, will be fucking funny on Twitter <laughs> that day for sure. I would love to see. I've I also read articles where they're they're sort of like implying that there might be you know a guns drawn situation where the police are trying to arrest Trump and his Secret <laughs> Service have to protect him from arrest, and it's like you know some weird Tom Clancy fucking fan fiction they came up right. with, like. Like, no, that's that's not it's just not going to happen. Like, nobody's going to, he knows, like, even if he gets arrested, quote unquote, it's not going to be. I guarantee I'm in a holding cell with a bunch of people waiting like drunks in a fucking, you know. Right. And if anything, they won't have that happen because they know that that's what he wants. <laughs> right. <laughs> if anything, they're going to try to negotiate something where, you know, they they come and fingerprint him, you know, or or they just fax over his fingerprints from, I don't know, I guess when you're president, they probably fingerprint you for. Uh, some reason <laughs> see you i would think that but then again after the whole fucking george santos thing i'm not convinced that they do any sort of vetting whatsoever for any of the elected officials because it, it seems like a passport without a fucking fbi background check how the fuck could you get into congress without one yeah i it, it, that's fucking insane to me but you know oh, especially God. before national how did he get into the country without a background check let alone <laughs> get well, citizenship and then become a member of the u.s congress just <laughs> absolutely baffling absolutely baffling, absolutely baffling. I'm, I'm actually disappointed in the lack of santos updates lately he seems to have settled <sighs> in uh but they corralled him they told they put a fucking leash on that kid right um we'll <sighs> it's see, unfortunate yeah. we'll I, have I, to I yeah no it just we'll have to revisit some of his greatest hits someday well he he also filed for re-election which is fucking hilarious i think people just for the comedy need to re-elect him in uh staten <laughs> island this year i mean Next year. He, he's raising money from someone i'm sure so oh, yeah, right i mean probably democrats at this point because it's too fucking uh good to let go as a as a yeah. you know a tool against your opponents but speaking um, of democrats and tools i wanted to mention a little bit about the uh, chicago mayoral race <laughs> um <laughs> No big updates other than that, like, Brandon Johnson's got endorsements from literally everybody at this point, um, from socialist aldermen here in Chicago to, you know, mainstream centrist Democrats like uh, Che Garcia, U.S. rep, who also ran for mayor uh, in Chicago and lost terrifically against Lori Lightfoot. Um, yeah, and uh, the <laughs> Paul Vallis, the right-wing Republican who's running as a Democrat has gotten endorsements from uh, dozens of, of multi-million dollar Trump donors. Um, as we mentioned last week, he got endorsed by the official Chicago GOP chapter uh, that, which he then deleted within 
48 hours has deleted his tweet where he said he was proud of that. (laughs) But somebody has been going around the city buying up like billboard advertisements that say Brandon Johnson, no, with a big red X over the word no, which somebody pointed out a no crossed out means yes. <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck is that even? So it says Brandon, no, with a crossover at Johnson. Right. And then it says, don't go Brandon. And I'm thinking, okay, don't go Brandon. If they're saying no with an X over it, so they actually mean yes, doesn't that mean don't go, Brandon? Like don't don't leave or all the plants are gonna it die. Just, it's just so right. hackneyed. It's to try to do like the the opposite of the let's go Brandon. Like I, just... I guess, I guess. And then at the bottom there's a web address. Save-chicago.com. I don't know who puts a dash in a URL, right? <laughs> and then below savechicago.com. I'm sorry, save dash chicago well because i'm sure SaveChicago.com already existed so they couldn't get that one probably right it says paid for by save dash chicago.com so when you go to save dash chicago.com it has the exact same graphic as this this real life uh uh billboards they're putting out but then there's also like a counter counting down second by minute by day by month and the the day it's counting down to is like well over a year from now and people are like what the fuck are they counting down to <laughs> the elections next month what the fuck is this <laughs> go to the website and look at it what does it say okay save that chicago yeah mission one do not vote for brandon johnson brandon no johnson don't go brandon save sugar i mean this looks like this just you know the, the most graphic design is my passion fucking oh, they, garbage the like counter's now. gone yeah but look 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 they have all these posters they have pictures of all their fucking billboards all over the city like it's like a movement of people and not just one lunatic who paid for all these fucking ads on the side of buildings do but yeah unfortunately that you can to ensure that BJ is not elected. BJ in quotes. <laughs> right. Nor- Normal C greater than sign chaos. And then it says congrats in helping to flush out Lightfoot. So this is clearly made by like re- actual Republicans, this this right. uh, paid ad campaign. I'm just they- disappointed the counter's gone because I wanted to like actually know what they were counting down to. Like some kind of fucking book of revelations shit or what? <laughs> like what's Oh man, mission one, do not vote for Brandon Johnson. What's mission two? I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, I mean, man, who wasted their fucking money on this garbage? All right. Well, anyway, somebody yeah. married to someone named Emily. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You know, we're not a model. <laughs> Just fucking. Oh, God. Um. Yeah. So we, we should be a couple other things we wanted to mention quick. The uh, the whole Putin meeting with she. Uh, thing that has that has liberals in a meltdown um, from this week. Um, so you had a story on that, correct? Yeah. So anytime um, the you know what's what is it? What's the abbreviation? BRICS, right? So it's Brazil, Russia, India, China, and what's the S one? South Africa, Syria? No, Somalia. I don't know. Anyway, they just got like a shitload more member states joining up, like Iran and Saudi Arabia are now going to be friends thanks to China and all this. So basically, just like the entire non-Western world is getting organized because they're sick of being bullied and sanctioned by, you know, 
the West, right? right? So of course, anytime that, you know, I mean, the president of China, President Xi, uh, goes to Moscow when they're in the middle of a war with Ukraine and we don't like Russia, but we love the war in Ukraine because it's our proxy war. Um, you know, you're going to see a, a bunch of things written in the Western media about how, you know, why this is a sign of weakness, not actual strength. <laughs> right. And they'll latch on to anything. I saw they had a bunch of think pieces about, you know, how President Xi isn't dying his hair and he's showing gray now and how that's a sign of weakness in China. And it's like, <laughs> what? What the fuck are you like? What? crazy standards of just, male... just, uh, just uh, applying their American, like just, just no fucking cultural feel whatsoever for any, any actual like culture no. in China and just applying their American, you know, biases, anything, to these... anything they can do to try to make somebody who's actually strong appear to be somehow weak. Right. You know, that's the art of war. Right. Right. Um, so this is from, let's see, this is, this is from a guy named who his, <laughs> So, okay, so this is for for the Telegraph. So it's the UK, Western media, UK. He writes under the name of Colonel Richard Kemp. Like, what lunatic is retired military writing think pieces under their former military name? Like, without without including the word, like, retired, you know, retired general, whatever, whatever, you know? Right. So this is just Colonel Richard Kemp. Hasn't been in the military for probably 25 years. I looked him up. Headline, Vladimir Putin's health may be disintegrating, and it should terrify us all. <laughs> That's the actual headline. That's, I didn't make that part up. So, and, and this is just, it, this, like, you know, he's former military, so he, you know he's going to be writing at, like, a like an eighth grade reading level at best. Right. So I've got just, looks like, a, what, four paragraphs here. I'm going to run through this. Uh, images of Putin gripping his chair and squirming. Next to President Xi in Moscow, have again fueled speculation about his health. Like, who was speculating about his health besides people like you? Nobody. Like, I mean, we're busy speculating about Jimmy Carter's health. Uh, Vladimir Putin seems fine to me. I'm not thinking that much about him, honestly. He was filmed limping during a a visit to Crimea. Crimea? How do you say that? Crimea. Crimea. Crimea, that's like the fucking wolf from Ari's wolf from <laughs> Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, a few days ago, and during a February meeting with Belarus leader Alexander Lukashenko, his leg was shaking uncontrollably. Since Putin invaded uh, Ukraine last year, rumors of his physical well-being have been rife, with a range of theories from cancer to Parkinson's. Really, I've never heard anyone mention either of those I've, I've seen these liberal like conspiracy theory threads on this it's it's very it's very right-wing like just you know fucking it, it, it's it's just preposterous like again i don't give a shit like i'm sure he probably maybe he does who knows like but yeah, people just people but who cares like, though and, who and, cares? Right, who gives a fuck like i do that all the time where where i'm like you know i get antsy and i even realize i'm doing it where i like just my legs you know shaking or whatever Right, but it, it it's like so, like you, somebody who's in charge of a country, if their health is good or bad, like they're gonna get the best healthcare in the world. So, like, are you are you worried for this person, or is it just like you're trying to promote a Western agenda of of making it sound like every non-Western leader is you know like any any little it's sign both of feckless and also the worst threat to american civilization you know since Hitler. they're pathetic and weak and also you should be terrified <laughs> right. it literally says that in the title 
So this may amount to little more than wishful thinking, that the man whose actions have led directly to the deaths of tens of thousands may be falling apart. And CIA Director William Burns said last year, as far as we can tell, he's entirely too healthy. <laughs> like, okay, the reason that Russia invaded Ukraine is that tens of thousands of people had already died at the hands of the Ukrainian government. Right, in the, in the, the, the country. 15,000 people Ukraine. killed since 2014. Right. right. And, and right essentially counted to a civil war. Right. And yeah. And then just also like gleefully quoting the CIA saying, we wish he had health problems. You know, we wish we had the Havana syndrome right. microwave gun that we could point at. It's just it's like you, so you could just openly say that you'd like to murder and assassinate world leaders like you st- like all these people that say, you know, the CIA is not like it was in the 60s. And then they say, you know, we wish we, he was dying. We wish this guy was dead. We wish we could just assassinate whoever we wanted to. And we're still trying to. Right. I mean, right. Literally I mean, fucking assassinate an Iranian general. Right. No, I mean, right. And, and, and we're pretty open about it. But yeah, I mean, you know, we all, we all remember Bernie's heart attack gun uh, survival. That, that old, <laughs> that's, you know, he fucking. <laughs> it just reminded me, the, you reminded me of the fucking meme that I made of Bernie walking out of the hospital uh, with the fucking laser eyes saying, fuck you, Jennifer Rubin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Better times. Uh, (laughs) Seriously. So it continues here. The pressure cooker inside 70-year-old Putin's head must sometimes reach bursting point after leading Russia for a quarter of a century. Also, like he's he's, like not using the correct tense of words. So it sounds like I'm fucking up. That's actually how he wrote it. Right. Right. Um, like it should say must reach a bursting point, but it doesn't say a. It just says much must reach bursting point after leaving Russia for a quarter century, presiding over a war which has been going catastrophically wrong for the last year. I don't know how you fight a war that goes catastrophically right. No. Yeah, war is bad either. no matter what the situation is. Such a crushing burden would be tough enough for the leader of a democracy, but as ruler of the Russian autocracy, 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 autocracy. Yeah. there we go. Putin is well aware that his end could come in a violent death. Short of that, he will also know that he could face jail time following the arrest warrant for war crimes issued last week by the ICC. That would be the ICC that Israel and America do not recognize. Do not acknowledge or recognize. Right. I wish we did. If he is is deposed, it is possible a new regime in Moscow might hand him over, as happened to Slobodan Milosevic in 2021. All this will be playing on Putin's mind, although his troubles could have been eased by a lifeline from Xi, that's China's President Xi, during his visit, perhaps with promises, money, weapons, and sanction busting. Yeah, God forbid that you know other countries try to uh, survive, <laughs> right? Amid the sanctions, like the is there any boot heel of the fucking U.S. and the Western world? Yeah, like is there any country besides like England? Canada and Australia that we don't have sanctions on? No, none none with white people. Um, (laughs) None without white people, rather. That would have been his hope, but it might also have gone the other way, depending on G's calculations of where his interests lie. China stands to gain from this war, whichever side prevails. Like, really, that sounds like the biggest projection I've ever fucking heard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we, we covered this back when it first started. China basically said, you know, we don't endorse this war, but China, you know, but Russia has their own interests that 
we recognize in this conflict. So they were pretty neutral on that. You'd think if it was in their interest, they would just come out and say that. They're not as sneaky as everyone likes to pretend. So it continues here. While the circumstances today are different, it's worth remembering that Hitler, who had become increasingly (laughs) deranged as he contemplated the collapse of his Reich, ordered the destruction of all economic, industrial, transport, military, and communication facilities in Germany. As Hitler's diabolical orders were refused, again, diabolical, okay, as Hitler's diabolical orders were refused, we must hope that those in Putin's nuclear chain of command would also refuse to press the button if they were told to do so. Again, like what, what fucking Tom Clancy fan fiction is this guy writing? That he thinks that, you know, well, because I don't like somebody, that means that they must be unhinged and are going to fucking launch nukes at any second. Right. It's just, it's childish. It's fucking childish. And and this guy is writing for a major media publication. And again, I want to point out the only country in world history that's ever used a a nuke on another country is the fucking United States. Two times. We're the only ones who've ever done it. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's just incredibly until someone else does it. It's incredible projection to just say that, like, these other countries are imminent threats to drop nuclear weapons. We're the only fucking psychos who have such low regard for human life that we actually dropped a nuclear weapon on somebody. And if you know anything about the history of the Soviet Union, you probably have heard the story of a Soviet general who did just that. He got basically mistaken orders to launch nukes and he refused to. Right. And basically prevented an actual nuclear war. Right. Right. Prevented maybe the, the destruction of humanity. Maybe maybe there wouldn't be fucking <laughs> civilization at this point. Yeah. He prevented the destruction of the planet 28 times over. Right. <laughs> this is what so, he did. Because yeah. he understood, you know, that like uh, blindly following orders to exterminate the human race was probably a mistake. Yeah, the, the U.S. Uh, Air Force, the pilots in the World War II didn't get that fucking memo, apparently, but... You know, but well, then again, and nobody yeah. else had him at the time, so we didn't. I guess it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> it was extra just like, oh, it's, it's not going to affect us. It's just you know, it's just no. those those people who don't look like us, and you know. So, last paragraph here. Hope, though, is not a strategy, as we seem to be witnessing a deterioration in Putin's condition. It becomes increasingly urgent that Western leaders prepare for the possible consequences. Much of the burden of that falls on U.S. and British intelligence agencies who will already have been doing what they can do to covertly influence Putin's key nuclear players and preparing as far as possible to shape events in the wake of a collapse in the Kremlin, including early engagement with whatever regime emerges. That will involve a race with Beijing's Ministry of State Security. I don't know what kind of race he's talking about. Like the fucking, like, 50-yard dash? I don't know. What does that even mean? Who knows? <laughs> like, what... Nobody so, yeah, knows. just basically, you know, he's saying the quiet part out loud that this, you know, all the statecraft and maneuvering behind the scenes is all being done by intelligence, counterintelligence, CIA, uh, GSAQ, whatever the fucking British version of CIA is. Right. And yeah. And but also, did, you know, like they, this is the shit they want to take credit for is that they're undermining democracies or autocracies, auto, autocracies. Right. <laughs> Fucking painkillers, man. I haven't mentioned it yet, but like my fucking shoulder, it stopped feeling better. It's it's like plateaued. Yeah, I'm, I'm still on the pain meds. I'm trying to take them as little as possible, but man, they make you fucking dumb. They make you really, I feel fucking, my brain is smart enough to know when I feel dumb, right? Yeah. 
you have those days and I've had many of them in a row. <sighs> so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not at, not hundred percent yet. Probably won't be for many weeks, but, um, autocracy, not autocracy. <laughs> fucking a. Yes. Well, yeah. It, so yeah, again, it's just, just, just the usual fucking saber rattling. I just, uh, God, I, I don't know. <laughs> I hear about it all the time where, you know, like, uh, like my father-in-law mentioned like oh did you hear what putin did i'm just like i don't care like why are you telling me this like I don't, <laughs> I, i'm sorry like i just can't even engage in these conversations about this shit anymore because i don't give a fuck like i i just I, I again it's not this is just the status quo you know we saber rattle against everybody we fucking over inflate everything but it you know it does have real consequences our actions but we just never fucking you know uh, have to answer for them so i guess do they really have consequences? They don't have consequences for us. They have consequences for other people. But um, well, the consequences know, our, our, for us is that, you know, we are spending half of our entire city, state, county, national federal, budget right. on police and military. Meanwhile, uh, you can't drink the water out of the well in Flint. Right. That's the consequences for us. Or East That's our priority. Yeah, right. Oh God! Um, I see. Yeah, I saw something. Somebody was posting the other day about how they're replacing water lines and like they're like the other day replacing some water lines in Flint. And I'm like, it's been like a decade. Like, am I? Are we seriously st- like? I know, like, we never did anything about it, but like, is this really still just not fucking happening? That people like like are they still just drinking pallets of bottled water in Flint? Like, what the fuck? Kind of what kind of fucking clown show are we running here? Like, I don't, I don't understand now. Well, I mean, those landfills are not going to fill themselves up with plastic bottles on their own. Right. Right. We've got a, we've got a mission here. We've got priorities. I wouldn't be shocked Uh, if we found out that like (laughs) Nestle was donating to the fucking, you know, right wing uh, election campaigns in, in, in Michigan to make sure that, you know, they slow roll out as much Flint, uh, you know, water relief as possible so that they don't fix. Well, the I mean, the, how else would water from Lake Huron get to Flint, Michigan, if not through Nestle? I don't know how. I mean, <laughs> it's not like they had a system they were using for for years. That was fine. And then they decide to switch for fucking you know, nebulous, you know, money-making reasons and fucking poisoned everybody. You can't expect the emergency manager appointed by the the right-wing Republican governor, Rick Snyder, to know what pH levels mean and why you can't have, you know, an acidic source of water run through lead pipes. That's too, that's fucking science nerd shit. Just fucking drink it. It came came out of the faucet. I used to drink out of a hose when I was was your age. Just fucking drink it. It's fine. (laughs) Hey, yeah. Obama drank the water in Flint. He took a he took a nice big long gulp, right? I'm I mean, sure. Was, I'm sure that was 100 percent legitimate tap water out of a out of a contaminated tap. I'm <laughs> sure that wasn't just somebody's Evian that they poured into a fucking cup for him. Just you that know. was the moment that 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 clip of him of Obama pretending to drink the water but not actually drinking well, it. Well, that's true because it, it probably was really Flint water because he really didn't drink it. Like in that clip, you can tell, right? But the fact that, that that they made that such a focal point in Michael Moore's movie, uh-huh. that was the moment when like liberals canceled Michael Moore, and they were just like, "No, no, he's not one of us. He's not one of right. us anymore." Right. Um, and they've never forgiven them for that. No, he hasn't made a movie since then. I don't think that was uh, 
right? That was the most recent one he could be came out with in like twenty. I think so, but every time Michael Moore is anywhere saying anything, liberals are just like he, you know, he's right. a fucking he, Bernie bro. And half the time he says stupid shit that they like because when he gets around them, he starts talking like them. But whenever he makes a movie and he actually has time to like digest the subject and you know focus on it, he he does a fucking great job. It's just you know I, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's just a weird dichotomy but yeah it, it's just you know they they fucking hate you anyway for pointing out that the democrats were fucking you know shit and that they caused a lot of these situations to begin with so i don't know why you're still trying to please them but whatever yeah i don't know um, either other than that he just likes being on tv but yeah i haven't seen him on tv anywhere doing anything for no i mean Maybe look you, doubt, but he should have fucking given up on that after the when he won the fucking oscar for uh for fahrenheit 9-11 <laughs> and they fucking the liberals boot him out of the building for talking about how george bush was you know uh you know uh, running an illegal war and like it, it's just yeah, yeah what what a fucking reveal started yesterday for- by the way yesterday 20 years ago wow that's crazy. Oh, yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah, that's man. I still remember that. So uh, I'm fucking old. Um, but yeah, I was working in a pizza shop the night that war started, and we had a massive stereo sound system in that pizza shop to blast music. And it was on every every station was playing the news that right, night playing the fucking fireworks, playing the, the you know, showing the, the fucking bombs. Well, they were. Yeah, so we're listening to just the audio of the news and uh, on this huge sound system in the pizza shop, hearing the bombs over Baghdad, not the song, the actual bombs over Baghdad, Right. so loud that it was shaking the walls of our pizza shop. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, for people that were, listeners that were not <laughs> too young to remember this, they literally were just like, just showing these like night shots of like these explosions to make them look as like, you know, visually spectacular as possible. And you're like, shock and awe. Right. And there's like, there no, there's like people like un- underneath those like civilians that are being, uh, fucking, you know, incinerated, uh, by, by our fucking bombs. Uh, and, and it's just, but yeah. listen, listen, you got to remember, you got to remember the context. Our bombs are good. Russia's bombs are bad. Right. No, of course. That's, you know, obviously our bombs, you know, that was, that was, uh, what was the fucking, uh, before he lost his mind, Jimmy Dore had a good joke about that, about how our bombs, you know, they, they draw, you know, they just, they, they don't actually explode. They just drop books into these, into these, uh, these fucking, uh, neighborhoods. Like they're, they're book deployment. It's just, bombs. it's just like some smoke and some fire. There's not a concussive force of 500 pounds of, you know, the equivalent of 120, you know, pounds of dynamite, 120,000 tons of TNT that they put in these fucking, uh, no, they no. call them bunk busters. Bunker busters. Yeah, yeah. No, bunker busters. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, which was another. Uh, yeah, and you know, a million people. A million people. seem like died. rodents. They're all in, they're all in holes. They're all in uh, bunkers. You know, that's, again, that's just, you know. But no, you're, you're using these bunker buster bombs on people's fucking houses. Like, they're street level houses. So, you know, it, but again, that was part of the part of the 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 media um narrative around that was oh well they're, they're all sitting in caves they're all like a bunch of rats sitting in caves so we need to you know exterminate it, it was just the, the the you know the usual nazi fascist fucking um propaganda machine tort sort of you know working to dehumanize the the enemy which is right. the number one goal of you know the cia and all of these other well you know, organizations it, it, at least they, they weren't the hiding in mountain caves the way that the uh, taliban was in afghanistan because uh, it turns out 
best long-term strategy ever <laughs> right is okay. hiding in a cave because you have an entire mountain to protect you from the bomb right <laughs> fucking so. osama bin laden hide and seek champ undefeated 2001 to 2020 seriously or whatever yeah until, and, until and, it's and, fucking you know he, he, and then it turns out that like time. he may have been in custody in pakistan for like 10 <laughs> years and they were just like negotiating his fucking to, right yeah that whole thing Right, so one hundred percent. Yeah, all right. So, um, did we we hit everything? We had anything else that we had to hit tonight? Oh, we got to talk about Kamala a little bit because um, the knives are out. The knives are out for Kamala. Um, and the uh, the think piece writers are trying to uh, sort of trial balloon the idea of you know just swallow this fucking pill and get it over with to uh, to get rid of her. So I had a little <laughs> bit from Jeff Jacoby from the Boston Globe. Should replacing Kamala Harris really be unthinkable? <laughs> Tag tagline sentence here. For president Who is that Biden, unthinkable for? Like I don't understand. But yeah, okay, it's because ahead. they it, you know he'll it'll be self-evident once I get into it a little bit here. Yeah. <clears throat> Bear with me. For President Biden there's a, a potential political downside in choosing a new running mate. But the potential upside is arguably greater. <laughs> but again, just 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 count all the different times this guy is just blatantly tokenizing people of color in political office for what it is they really want from them and what it is they don't want from them. Right. Right. Joe Biden, the oldest president in U.S. history, intends to run for reelection. Unless he changes his mind, the Democratic Party will nominate him for a second term, a term that will extend two months past his 86th birthday. Given Biden's advanced age, I love how they call it advanced age and not uh, geriatric age. <laughs> like it's advanced. He's, uh, he, you know, his elite age. It is only prudent to assume that his vice president might have to assume the duties of the president at some point in the next few years. Were Harris a charismatic vice president, someone who inspires confidence in the administration and has played a role in its success, her presence on the ticket would be an undeniable asset. Unfortunately, none of those things is the case. <laughs> so at least he's right about that. At least he's totally fucking on point about that shit. For nearly all of her time as president or as vice president, Harris has been underwater in opinion polls with approval ratings that have hovered in the high thirties or low forties. It's dipped down in the twenties as we've covered before. Um, when she has drawn headlines, it has mostly been because of uh, disarray and dysfunction among her staff. The vice president's office has been described as, quote, not a healthy environment and, quote, rife with dissent <laughs> or because they're frequently inarticulate and cringe making remarks in interviews and before audiences. As a candidate for president in 2020, Harris proved so feckless that her campaign folded before primary voting began. Uh, and as I've mentioned this many times, she canceled her campaign three months to the day before the Iowa caucus. That's how yep. early she dropped out. Biden chose her as his running mate, largely on the strength of her diversity profile as the daughter of immigrants from India and Jamaica. Biden came to the conclusion that he should pick a black woman. Harry Reid, the former Senate Majority Leader, said uh, to New York Times, quote, according to Harry Reid, they are our most loyal voters. And I think that a black woman of America deserved a black presidential candidate. Like, just complete tokenism. Just, you know, right. it, 
Same skin color. Doesn't matter that she locked up half your fucking family. No, right. Of course. But but you know, again, they just they, they they're so bad at this they can't even help but admit that out loud. You know, right? Why didn't Why didn't ask Anita Hill to be his running mate? I'm sure that would have went over well. That would have been <laughs> fucking. That's a, that's a black woman that's had history with Joe Biden. Why Why not ask her? Seriously. Unlike some critics, I saw nothing wrong with that. This is the author referencing himself now, apparently. Uh-huh. Uh, so the author agrees that just blatantly tokenizing <laughs> right. skin color to totally win elections is the only thing that matters here. <sighs> when presidents select high-level officials or a running mate, they are engaging in a political process and should be free to take into account any political factor they wish. The problem with Harris is that she shows no sign of having grown in office or of being prepared to take over as president in the event of a crisis. So, again, he is correct when he says that. And also, I mean, he's still he's correct that the president should be able to factor in anything. um, But whether they should be able to, I mean, like, again, like it's 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 simply a political calculation. Right. Fix the thing that's wrong. Hillary Clinton picking Tim Kaine was trying to fix the thing that's wrong with her. You know, it's it's. I re- I, I got I, for the millionth time with him though. I just don't understand what voters he was getting that she wasn't already getting. Like with his just complete fucking milquetoast centrist liberal, like bland I guarantee, personality. Guarantee that the it was you know the white women voters of suburbia who vote whatever way their husbands do or just wouldn't vote for a woman on their own. Right. But, but that's not like they, they needed Tim Kaine for, but their husbands wouldn't vote for a fucking milk toast, like dweeb, like Tim Kaine any either. Like, Oh I no, just, I agree. It, it was a terrible, it was a terrible, terrible, just, terrible miscalculation. They pay people millions of dollars to consult for, <laughs> right, right. Who are always fucking wrong, but still get a paycheck because they presented I, in a thing. I, I wouldn't be no. shocked, just as a quick sidebar on this, I wouldn't be shocked if her advisors told her to take on a more exciting running mate, like, uh, at the time, like an Elizabeth Warren or even Bernie, like, as a con- consolidation to bring that wing of the party on board with the ticket, but her ego just could not take that any vice president she picked would be more popular than her as the president, so she picked the most nondescript fucking nobody imaginable. I'm kind of convinced that that's why she picked him at this point. Well, I you're probably other... right. Yeah. I mean, lead singer syndrome. 100%. Yeah, very much so. Yes. Yes. You know, the, the, it surround yourself with a bunch of fucking, you know, dim bulbs and like, you know, it, it, yeah. right. the yeah. lead singer that would rather be the front man for like a shitty band that he's, you know, more attractive than and, you know, <laughs> sings right. better than they can play the instruments. Right. Because he doesn't you you be leave, leave the band with your four peers to go start a band where you're using the same name, but it's like like you know four fucking like you know tribute like guys that from like a tribute band right just so nobody will question your fucking you know that's that's why fucking led zeppelin was so good because it was already like all those guys were already in other fucking bands and they were the best people in those bands incredible musicians you could basically basically formed a fucking super group it's just that people don't really know that like you know the yardbirds prior to that and some of the other whatever um, so it was just like, yeah, you know, like we we don't have any. This is this is a band without any ego that just is the best at doing. Like each person in the band is the best at what they do, <laughs> right? And we're gonna keep playing until one of us dies, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that was fucking Led Zeppelin. So yeah, no, absolutely. Last paragraph here. It is widely held that any attempt by Biden to replace Harris in 2024 would trigger a firestorm of anger among Democratic loyalists who would regard her dismissal as 
uh, a sexist and racist slight. But America is blessed with any number of talented black women who could take Harris's place on the 2024 ticket. <laughs> Let's just just, make just shuffle in another black lady. Who cares this shit? <laughs> Examples include Los Angeles Mayor Karen Bass, or Boss, I'm not sure which is yeah, correct. Bass, Karen Bass. Uh, former National Security Advisor and Ambassador Susan Rice, fucking just shoot me now, or Marine Corporal General Lorna Malhawk, or to repeat a suggestion, I have a pro-offered, proffered, proffered is the word used, proffered before, former police chief and former U.S. Rep Val Domingos of Florida. Or I'm sorry, Demings, not Domingos. Yep. partially crossed out. So yeah, let's just pick another cop. That'll make the black people happy, right? Yeah. Oh, we lost another election? I don't know what went wrong. <laughs> let's I try to the Boston Globe. <laughs> Let's try it again with a yeah. It's just again. Let's keep making the same mistake forever. Um, it, it's yeah. it's just fucking. It's a Democrats in a nutshell, but um, you know that, that that's and, and this guy, this guy writing for the Boston Globe isn't even a Democrat. Jeff Jacoby self-identifies as a conservative, but I guarantee a bunch of Democrats read that and think, oh, that's a good idea because right. they're they're convinced that there's they have to win over the fucking. The, the you know the, the, the intellectual the, republicans the people that write for newspapers right. you know the the 15 people in the country that that, that actually listen to the like the instead the, of doing right what that, yeah. right. instead of doing what you know the bernie wing of the party would appreciate and would like that you know let's let's write off 40 percent of you know our base to do what you know two percent of people who aren't our base might eventually agree with right right yeah no it, it's just Oh God, just fucking same bullshit over and over again. Well, uh, I think that does it for us this week. But um, yeah, I got nothing else. I I didn't do a whole it lot. It was a very very so. light news week. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> unfortunately, fortunately, I guess depending on how you look at it. But, oh hey, um, one more quick thing. I don't know if you can pull it up, but remember the 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 tweets from that fucking lunatic that uh, owned herself on um, Brianna Joy Gray show. Um. Oh God! Yes, 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 yes. Uh, hang on. Yeah, fucking. Uh, what's her face? Bethany Mandel, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see if I can pull up her tweet. Yeah, so her- yeah, I got it. I got it right here. We got to end on some some comedy here. So uh, let me send this to you real quick. I bookmarked it. Do 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 do. All right. Oh, so her, there's, her, there's her tweets. historical tweets. Yeah, no, I got, I, I actually have the, I have the tweets here. Yeah, so we already talked about how she got a whole fucking like a "woe is me" article about it. I think we talked about that last week, but yeah, this, but you know, it's in the interim since people have dug up her tweets from like as far back as 2011, or actually even 2009, I think, because there were some mm-hmm. about there was a tweet about "there goes the neighborhood" as as Barack Obama uh, was being sworn in. Not at all super dog whistly racist uh, phrase. Um, but she just seems like a complete fucking psycho Karen, you know, lunatic um, who homeschools all her fucking uh, children. Uh, and so this is <laughs> this is just a selection of her tweets from, you know, as far back as, as I said, as 2009. Um, <laughs> I'll save this one for last because it's the best one. Um, but OK, so let's let's start from this. Uh, uh, so grateful f- uh, for my mom's most. Oh, no, never mind. Sorry. Uh, I was OK. Here's this one. I was so irate at Kosher Mart yesterday that they told me they'd refund my whole order before I even finished yelling. 
My maid is effing hilarious. Last week I was this close to flying her, but now I never can. Uh, homeless people are crazy and fun to hang out with, but not to smell. What a night. Uh, self-professed homeless kid begging for change on the sidewalk. Maybe he's having a hard time finding a job with that giant tattoo on his face. Um, Smith, she apparently has a lot of interactions with homeless people, which are totally not at all made up. Smelly homeless lady just got on the train and sat near me. I take it back in New Jersey. We're good. I don't know what that means. Uh, wow. DC Metro just impressed me a little bit. I made a complaint online about the operator this AM and they called and will be quote retraining her. I have a complaint about the daily caller page. Where can I direct that? Our Hispanic cleaning ladies were no joke. More excited about this latest birth than our families. Doesn't um, she have like seven kids? Yeah. Gee, I wonder yeah. why you're well, cleaning the people yeah. you pay to, to fucking, <laughs> you know, provide you with a service. We're more excited than your family that you were fucking repopulating again. Probably because the rest of her family doesn't want her fucking making any more versions <laughs> right. of herself. No, a hundred percent. That's exactly She's why. She's bad enough. We don't want her fucking children. <laughs> um, the, the, <laughs> she has a very complicated relationship with cleaning ladies um, the best part about my Roomba is that she yes she's a she vacuums for me and never judges me unlike every other cleaning lady I've had didn't she just say that her fucking cleaning lady likes her kids more than her family does and yeah, now but she's that was, fucking shitting on them that was in 2021 this was in 2016 so she has a very oh, up and right. down relationship right. with cleaning ladies apparently this is another tweet from 2021. I think our cleaning ladies were more. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was the same one. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, I guess this is so a- this one. This, this is one of my favorite ones. If you're a delivery person and your only job is to get me to sign the receipt and you don't bring a pen, your tip is going to be lower. Sorry. <laughs> right. Right. Just a fucking like, total psychopath. Just wait, like, who, who tips the delivery person in the first place? Like, that's not a tipping job, but. Again, like well, what? like pizza delivery. Like, does she mean like UPS? Like, I, I'm not sure. Like, yeah, I was gonna say mean. like that's that's a well. That's I mean, a something like sometimes you sign if you pay by credit card on the phone for like pizza, and then you put the tip on it. But like again, it's just she's a fucking complete psycho Karen. You know, she's a fucking she's she's a, a crazy psycho Zionist. Here's another one, and I got the delivery guy at Kosher Mart fired, and my entire two hundred dollar order was refunded. Oh, that's yeah. So she, she's at war with even delivery people who are Jewish. <laughs> right? So she's just the kind of person. No, she, she just is. Is, she just loves to fucking just completely fucking you know destroy everything in her path because that's the only thing that gives her any fucking feeling in her life because she's surrounded by a bunch of fucking kids that nobody wanted. Um, thir- <laughs> so, so I got two 30- more here. Uh, I yelled at the receptionist okay. at the radiologist office. Now I have to call to make an appointment. Ugh, I need to control myself better. Seriously, that was 2014. Also in 2014, I watched my mom die. I took her off of life support before we knew if she could survive because I had the choice to do it then. And, Weird. Uh, Somebody can... who's so uh, a pro-life that d- deciding to actually like to take control of uh, of their of you know the destiny of their loved one when they apparently actually didn't the... love their grandchildren enough. So uh yeah. had to go. <laughs> Ken Ken Clipperstein uh reply to that one. Not gonna be able to top that last one. <laughs> <laughs> um this one one more from her also uh from twenty thirteen. Thirty-five seconds. That's how long Seth estimates I was alone in Penn Station without him next to me before I yelled at a stranger. So just 
yeah, just a general, just complete joy to be around. Um, you know, not at all um, deserving of the uh, the the abuse that she's I mean, getting online. She, I mean, she looks so young too. She looks like she's twenty two, and but she acts like she's seventy two. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait is... there's two more really funny ones. Yeah. When my son screams enough, he chokes on his own vomit. So thanks for that. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. <laughs> what? So apparently, what the fuck does that appa- even mean? So apparently people looked into this and the backstory was that she was stuck in her car with her kid because there was like a Black Lives Matter protest. Oh and, and the kid God. was like screaming and then started like vomiting in her car. Why was the kid screaming? Was the, because, because was the, the kid screaming the N-word or something? Because their fucking neurotic mother probably made them nuts and gave them a bunch of fucking disorders because she clearly has a bunch of her own that I'm sure she passed on to them. So I'm sure he was just having a fucking like ADD, ADHD meltdown and fucking start puking all over her, you know, her fucking, uh, you know, her sob or whatever. But um, and then it's fucking... no, she seems like a Dodge Stratus driver. I don't even know if they make that car anymore, but she strikes me as like a quintessential Dodge Stratus uh, driver. <laughs> Um, I don't even know what that is, but all Dodge cars are the worst cars right. to me. But no, you um, remember that fucking that that Will Ferrell SNL thing where like the family just like is eating with each other and like just like not no one speaking, and then they just start like you know making small talk and then start screaming at each other and going back to eating silently and then making <laughs> like the, the quintessential American family fucking skit. But that's for the no i don't remember that one it's it's fine i said it too it's very it's it's good it's one of the better snl skits yeah Um, you you said there was one last uh tweet of hers yeah so one last one which is not as funny but it really gives you a window into who she is um from 2014 uh during the 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 gaza fucking massacre uh that was occurring not nuking these fucking animals is the only restraint i expect and that's only because the cloud would hurt israelis so yeah just you know that's who she is at her core a complete fucking psychopath, uh, you know, piece of shit. Um, and that's apparently every bad thing that get away with her. back then. Yeah, no, that's not against the terms of service or actionable or, you know, complete calls for fucking genocide or whatever. So, yeah, fucking total psycho. And I'm glad she's being publicly I, I humiliated. If you did try to report that tweet, even now, it would say, is this tweet targeting an individual and does it list any personal information? Right, and because it, it doesn't. It's okay. Right. No, basically, exactly. Because you not... can call for nuking an entire country, but you can't call for killing one person. That's how the internet works. Yeah. No. Exactly. It's it's yeah. It's unbelievable. All right. Well, on that on that joyous note, um, we're yeah. gonna get out of here. But you know, if you want to support the show, rate and view, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com slash Move Left. Um facebook.com slash move left idiots patreon.com slash move left twitter uh yeah twitter i'm on twitter at move underscore left uh fuck what am i on twitter on this week um <laughs> i'm just kidding it's still bike slow <laughs> right. we'll see you next week yeah.